0: Hello everyone, welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco.
1: And I'm the other host, Jeff Cameron.
0: How's it going, Jeff?
1: It's going alright. How's about you?
0: Pretty good. Hanging in there, watching yeah. monkeys, listening to monkeys.
1: It's it's yeah, it's like a full-time job, man.
0: All things monkeys, it is, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> so today on the show we are doing monkey mother. Definitely an interesting episode. Yep. Or a different episode at the very least um yes. directed James Frawley written by Pierre Meyerson or Myerson and Robert Schlitt so we got some new writers
1: <laughs> who the f- yes
0: I don't know I yes. Caruso overstepped his bounds last episode so like yeah. let's break let's show him he's not the only one
1: yeah and this is probably has a lot to do with why this episode f- just feels different
0: maybe they yeah like maybe these are writers from like other kinds of normal shows yeah yeah, you know, like a very yeah. special Brady bunch. And or they maybe brought these our, our
1: guest star brought her own writers with her.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: Listen, boys, I'm not saying anything unless it comes out of the pens of these two assholes right here. Yeah.
0: They know me better than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this this episode originally aired on March twentieth, nineteen sixty seven. Eleven years to the day. Before I joined the planet Wow
1: Happy <laughs> minus 11th birthday And it's a
0: monkey mother So it's like a mother episode How about that? It's Weird Yeah, it's meant to be man It is, crazy <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we'll get right into it So the, the boys yep. are confronting Mr. Babbitt, the landlord who, What happened to Mr. Babbitt?
1: Babbitt Like we haven't seen him since what, the ninth or 10th episode? Yeah, he looks like episode. Walt <laughs> Disney's brother yeah, something went weird since last. Season. Now he's got like a, a full suit and a mustache and the glasses and the, the fupa.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> so, he's something happened in Babbitt's life. <laughs> I don't know, man.
1: He got better acting gigs because he filled out. He's a he's a bigger guy now, and for yeah. some reason he's on this. When uh, sequentially, when did they shoot this?
0: This one was shot in, in January '67. Okay, so it was uh
1: because even like the film that. quality feels weird. It looks like it's. It looks kind of shitty, looking like it's like its first season or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Here, I'm just gonna check, make sure on that. If there's anything like, the production, I mean, first, first uh,
1: batch of first season kind of thing.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely 67, uh, and uh, yeah, at first I thought it was they got a different guy. I was like, oh, weird, they have a different guy for Babbitt, and then it's like, oh no, they, that's him. When that's I heard it. his voice, I was like, oh wait, no wait, what the hell? But, yeah, he's a lot different. So anyway, they're all bitching. He has grievances with them. And uh, and and Mike is wearing his blue hat, the blue wool hat again. And he says uh, that his sources have told him that they're they're growing poison ivy and have flammable material inside. Well, I'm
1: sorry, but Mr. Schneider is not firewood. He's our dummy. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> who's who's who's, uh, who's calling in the monkeys? Who's...
0: Yeah, who's these sources? Yeah. yeah.
1: Some, uh, maybe a young lady that may have been betrayed by, uh, let's say, one of the monkeys.
0: <laughs> maybe, or maybe it was the guy from the CIS.
1: Did you know they're
0: growing poison ivy?
1: Could be anybody. It could be that uh, that tr- Nick Trump fellow. Yeah,
0: that's why I put my money on.
1: Any one of these assholes who somehow ended up at the, at the beach house there. Yeah,
0: Trump wants the beachfront property. Yep. <laughs> Ah, uh, so Peter says that he's just making things up so they have to pay their rent.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty unreasonable about things like yeah. that.
0: <laughs> and so Babbitt says that he has a new tenant will be there and they'll be there in an hour. It's a delightful woman and they can introduce themselves on the way out. Oh. And then, uh then they do a weird thing where he's like an old timey dude. Time yeah, to like get It's like a Scrooge,
1: like a Scrooge thing with the snow and the top yeah. hat and everything.
0: Yeah, and all the the boys are dressed like paupers. Yeah. And Davy's ripping Mike's shirt right off my <laughs> he's doing it. And uh, but it doesn't work. And Babbitt leaves, and that's that. So Davy says that he's putting them on. And that there's no new tenant. And then a woman shows up at the door. She comes in with her bags, and she tells them,
1: "Oh, don't, don't get up. Finish convalescing. I can teach my bags to walk in by themselves."
0: <laughs> and this is Millie Rudnick, played by Rosemarie who was uh, the big boss Bessie Kowalski in Monkeys in a Ghost Town. That was but, her too? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for singing on the bar.
1: Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so she's...
1: So maybe, similar to uh, Joey Porter. She's a multi-character yeah. person here in, uh, in the uh, MCU. Yeah. The, Mon- the Monkeys Cinematic Universe.
0: Did you call him Mikey, Joey Porter?
1: No, no, no. Like the. Joey the guy Foreman? Who, Joey Foreman, yeah. yeah. I said Porter Foreman. I think Whoever uh, Dragon Man. <laughs> Crocodile Dragon Man.
0: <laughs> I think that was. Uh, I bet you could find that movie, Crocodile Dragon Man, on those weird <laughs> Sharknado type things. <laughs> that goes right to the intro.
1: Minute 40 be established takes a hundred seconds to uh set out what the boys are up against in this one and reintroduce (laughs) mr babbitt and bring in our uh our new new uh housemate for the boys
0: yeah new north beachwood housemate Mm -hmm. so billy shows her bird which is obviously a fake bird (laughs) and shows him around and asks who made all this filth it's
1: peter peter puts the filth down on mondays (laughs) it was nothing that's that's a fun <laughs> little line.
0: Yeah, and then she tells Peter that he's fired, and uh, she lays down the law. Tells the boys that they must obey the rules, and no one should eat food with their fingers.
1: Um, the fingers should be eaten separately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're really on. They're on today. Yep. And uh, she asks the boys what they do for a living. Says that they're musicians. And she says, "Well, I love music. Which one plays the violin? Now, pom pom.
1: Yes, I think uh, the Rosemary is a vaudevillian type of uh Hey. Tally, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, exactly. Set up, set up, set up, punchline. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah,
0: she knows how to do it. Yeah. So Mike's addressing the boys out on the balcony, which is a place we rarely see looking into the Some, house from yeah, that direction. So,
1: sometimes we're out there, like Sorry. when the boys are crying about Davy. you know, move it away or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of neat they're set up so they can just roll the cameras back there and uh, do a shot from the other side. No, yeah.
0: Man. Yeah, it must be like production Like when, to like when Friends out.
1: is on the balcony.
0: Yeah. And you see At the other wall, wall you uh, never see.
1: The girl's place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It always makes all the places look small when you see that wall there. And you're like, oh, wait, weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Mike's telling everyone that uh, Millie's a nuisance and someone has to tell her. Well, who's going to tell her? You. Mike approaches Millie and then he chickens out instantly. So he sends in Mickey and Mickey tells her that they don't want to leave. And she's like, oh, you, don't have, you guys don't have to leave. She's like, I've had borders before. And the boys aren't into being boarders Borders. So they're having another little powwow In what looks like Davy's shag room With all the beads on the <laughs> wall the beads and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> And Mike says they have to change their course of action And that's all That's all that happens in that room The spin the bottle room <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not all that happens in that room but <laughs> You're, all you're that happens in the scene.
1: walking and clanking through Just a bunch of bottles
0: Yeah <laughs> That always point at me, man I've got a glass magnet a moving guy, Larry, shows up. Larry. Oh, and Millie asks the boys to help. They protest, but Millie <laughs> takes charge in like, a weird mini romp. And the dudes bring in all their furniture, yeah. all her furniture. Um,
1: I didn't get around looking up who Larry is. Did you look up who Larry is? No. Larry's the moving guy because no, he looks here. familiar too. He looks like a NBC <laughs> character yeah, guy
0: he's one of those dudes that's been in a zillion things through yeah. the 70s and 60s
1: did did you catch his name i don't think you mentioned oh, his
0: name i'm sorry william bramley william bramley yeah william um, bramley plays moving
1: larry. guy larry <laughs> and you millie's love interest <laughs>
0: spoiler alert so afterwards millie's talking to larry and he says that it was tough but he had some help and like the, the boys are spent like mm. mickey can't even lift his arms my arms i can't
1: move my arms
0: I can't move your arms either. So later Mike is dusting Millie's lamps and Millie calls Mike Mickey. And uh, his
1: little, He's got his little apron on and everything.
0: Yeah. And then they have the first of a few like touching moments between them. And Mike Fucking, talks about growing up with a big family but not having money.
1: Like the, 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 the very special episode music comes creeping in. Yeah. And it's like, ah. Uh, it's fun- weird. This is what them writers brought to the table. Is this weird? Yeah. This touchy-feely business.
0: Yeah, and it, and it has that super heavy-handed television mm-hmm. show, serious moment feeling, which is yeah. which is so weird. But also, it is kind of a little touching in a little way.
1: It does. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, they know what they're doing. And um, yeah. she says that she wants to do something for him. and He asks if she can make him a success.
1: Tell me, Mike, what good is success if you catch a cold? I'll
0: make you sweat it. So we go. Mickey is working on the monkey mobile, going mm-hmm. back to his trinkety ways, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and Millie comes out, and interrupts him, and uh, then they also have a weird heart-to-heart. She cleans the grease off his face, mom style, with a Kleenex. Yep. Yeah. And then she gets Mic- Mickey to go fix the faucet because the faucet's all leaking or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, boys are all finishing up dinner that Millie made, and then everybody splits, but Davy, which leads to his Millie moment. Uh, she asks if uh, Davy's English. Why he doesn't know who Rex Harrison. Like <laughs> personally. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's English too.
1: Maybe he's avoiding me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she tells Davy that she used to know everyone in the neighborhood and, like, hi, this person, hi, this person. He's like, well, why did you leave it? And she says, because nobody said hi back. And uh, he Aww. said he would have called back. And yeah, that is a nice <clears throat> moment there too. Touching. And it's sad. It's really sad. So it's, it's weird. the monkeys have a sad moment. It's mm-hmm. not cool. So guess what? Peter asked Millie if she likes music and she says that, uh, he are, she's already told him that she loves it, but she doesn't like what the kids play today. That's not music. And Peter says, well, he <laughs> thinks that she's going to like this one, which leads to very newly on our countdown sometime in the morning. Yes. It's not <laughs> we a just wrong. just picked that up
1: a week or two ago on the yep. last episode. Yep, yeah. Last yeah.
0: show. And, uh. So this isn't a romp. It's like a performance video piece, I guess you could say. It's uh, Millie's watching the band play the song. She's reminiscing. She's a young woman again. She's dancing with Davey, oddly enough, she picks him first. Then she dances with Peter, then she goes to Mickey and the Mike. It's it's a really nice sequence for the song. It fits the song yeah. very well.
1: It's it's, it's cool.
0: Yeah, sure. I don't know how else they could have put the song in in a Monkeys episode without it being kind of this episode.
1: <laughs> that's, that's an excellent point yes
0: yeah and uh, there's POV shots of each monkey looking at her and her the younger version of her looking at the monkeys Um, yeah she thanks them afterwards and uh, yeah it's interesting it's a yeah it's a cool little part actually yeah for real it's a, it's a step back because you <laughs> as you're watching you think of her thinking of when she was younger Leo, yeah hanging was kinda, it's, it's nice but anyway
1: there's a lot fewer gavels and pies in the face and whatever in this complete opposite vibes of the previous episode
0: yeah yeah no Captain Crocodile in this one
1: and they get to do a lot of band stuff so yeah it's fun
0: yeah it's nice cut to the boys who set up a bunch of dominoes and Peter says this is called Southeast Asia and just knocks (laughs) them all down oh we're back yeah (laughs) exactly. (laughs) exactly and also they see Mickey's wearing glasses which is weird uh, yeah. Um, so Millie sticks her head in the front door and says uh, that she's home and she's brought company and the boys start to gripe about it and then she wheels in this Sharon Tate lookalike named Clarice Rollins and uh, she says that she found her at the supermarket
1: I don't know where we're going to put her there's no room in the refrigerator
0: <laughs> um, Millie tells Davey that she's English and not married which isn't really what Davey's looking for <laughs> English fine I don't care if she's not married
1: I came to America because I used up all the beds back home.
0: Yeah, I know Clarys. Hello, remember me? I barely remember you. I don't know who that baby was.
1: He's, he's like Australian. Yeah. Are you from Perth?
0: I got here with a wallaby. Oh,
1: little George Harrison, you're back. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome back, man. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. What you,
0: what you I been heard, up to? I heard you had an English bird in here. You got the supermarket.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, George. Uh you know, I just had an English bird on the show. I'm sure you dig her. You might know her from back in the day.
0: I probably do. I've seen many birds myself.
1: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know little George okay, thank you, George. We'll see you next time, maybe.
0: See you later. Bye, Millie. Thanks for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... So uh, she seems super vapid and not interested in anything, right? Yeah. I don't care. That's what She don't think. care. She don't care. So Davey and Clarice have a weird, like, soap opera moment, and Davey's telling her all the things wrong with him, and she keeps saying, I don't care. And then he tells her that she loves her. I don't care. And then Mike says, Something about blondes, they sure don't care, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Another couple knocks at the door, and Mickey says they have no vacancies, and closes the door. So then they turn to their kids who are armed with guns and bazookas and stuff, and uh, and they do a countdown, open fire on the front door and blow the front door wide open. Mm -hmm. Kids raid the place and surround the monkeys, and the couple comes in, hugs Millie, and it turns out that the woman is Millie's sister, right? But her sister asks Millie how Herman is. She's like, oh, well, Herman's been dead for (laughs) 10 years. And it's these like, two don't. These two don't hang out. Yeah. See, it's like Millie's. Millie's a sad case here. Her sister doesn't even know her husband's been dead for ten years. But now she's got a place at the beach, and she brings the kids and the husband. Yeah. I see what's up here. You don't even get to know her name. <laughs> Millie's sister. the kids. The kids with the guns. Kids. More. Yeah. So uh, there's so much craziness going on that that sad moment, Millie. You can see on her, her face. She, the, as an actress, she registers the sadness there of her not understanding <laughs> that her husband's dead. Yeah. So during the chaos, Larry, the moving guy, comes back in a suit and tie. He asks Millie if he could have more cheesecake. I don't think he's talking about the food. Wink, wank.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wank, as they say. (laughs) God damn.
0: So the sister's husbands he's all ready for the beach. And Mike is gagged, but he begs for a little help. But a girl puts a machine gun in his face and starts yelling at him. Mm And the landlord, Babbitt, shows up, and he wants to know what's going on. He's the place is filled with smoke, and there's children with machine guns running around. <laughs> so he freaks out. Millie's sister proves to be one of those mothers, gets in an argument because he asks who these kids are, and she gets all crappy about it. And then uh, an argument erupts between them. A hot dog guy shows up, starts selling <laughs> hot dogs. And it's uh, it, I'll be honest, when I was watching this scene, I was getting anxiety from it.
1: <laughs> There's a lot going
0: on It was too much for me <laughs>
1: To cram all these people into this oh. episode like, um, It was a musicless yeah.
0: romp Is what it was Pretty much
1: It would have just some sort of yeah, classical something or other In the background And it was just
0: yeah. they, could
1: have, they could have just kind of stuck a song over it Maybe
0: yeah. Maybe it was but too whatever. short They could do it But yeah, it definitely could have been a romp yeah. So at the end of this uh, Millie's taking everyone to the beach But the boys are all tied up Behind the couch or something like that And they're all gagged So uh, while everyone's at the beach, the boys who somehow got out of the ropes and stuff, uh, Mickey's feeding Peter like an airplane coming into the (laughs) hangar. And Mike says they've been conned. And Davey, who's wearing his very best Kill Bill yellow and black shirt. Yes, yes, that's,
1: yeah, (laughs) for sure the inspiration for Uma.
0: 100%. Davey says it's only been a few days and Mickey and Peter are already acting like Millie. And Mickey agrees and says that they need to get rid of her. And Mike says there's no way out. They may as well be married to her. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a window uh, into one of the writer's views on marriage in yeah, 1967.
1: It's pretty weak for like an in, inciting incident kind of thing. Where like, well, Mickey's feeding the airplane to Peter. This has to stop. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. I guess we got to get the plot rolling along somehow. <laughs>
0: Uh, so then Mickey gets the idea They got, just gotta find Millie a husband yeah, And then she'll move out and live with her husband So a knock at the door Guess who it is Larry again uh,
1: Cheesecake hunting motherfucker
0: He says oh it's a lamp I didn't unload the other day mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah whatever pal Whatever
1: He's trying to get his lamp to rub all right
0: Exactly <laughs> uh, So the boys see their groom in Larry and They try to get him to stay But he, say, he says he's gotta go home to the little woman and Davey says, oh, are you married?
1: Uh, no, I live with my mother. She's very small. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they get him to stay for dinner. Mike and Davey are with Larry getting him dressed up for dinner, and Davey's giving him tips. And he says, Millie, your eyes are like cupcakes floating in a sea of sour cream. <laughs> and this just as you can tell, Davey doesn't need to have much game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if these are the lines he's using, it sounds, the birds it sounds better playing. with the accent, for sure. <laughs> it does.
0: Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Mickey and Peter are with Millie helping her get ready, but she feels like she should be with he should be with his mother so she doesn't worry about him. And they tell her that Larry's been talking all about her. Meanwhile, Mike and Davey are saying the same thing to Larry. So at dinner, Mike and Peter are playing acoustic guitars and Mickey and Davey are being waiters.
1: It's cool that they're actually playing. Like Mike yeah. and Peter kind of jamming out a little thing there.
0: Yeah, it is kind of neat. I thought that too when you see them, it's like, okay, they're the musician guys for real. Because <laughs> yep. they just look more comfortable know what they're doing. It'd be funny if, it, if uh, Peter and Mike were the waiters and Mickey and David musicians and it's just like a snare drum and a tambourine. <laughs> it's romantic. <laughs> so over at the uh, table, Millie isn't talking very sexy.
1: I said, Greta, why do you take the pills for the liver when it's the pain in the kidney that gives you the headache? Yeah. But you know, Greta, she wouldn't listen. Now, don't listen.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So inside the boys are doing the dishes and Mike hands a clean one to Davey who hands it to Mickey who hands it back to Mike.
1: Don't do that. I didn't I didn't catch up to that when I watched it. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, Peter's listening to the date with a big horn and he's looking through binoculars. They ask how it's going and he tells them that she's talking about heartburn. <laughs> and so like Millie's game sucks. That's all there <laughs> is to it. Larry's a good listener though, so he's being polite. After dinner, the three boys are passed out and really still talking nonsense. Larry stops her, and he asks her about Herman. Tricky move there, asking mm-hmm. about the dead ex-husband on the first date. But yeah. you got to cut through the nonsense she's shelling out there. She's making small talk, and it's garbage. She's got to get to the heart. So she tells him that uh, Herman was a, an angel, but he was a man, a nice man. And then Larry tells her that well, he's not an angel.
1: But you're a nice
0: man, Larry. There we so, go Boom uh, He's in Right there You know right there yep. So they share a real moment Peter sees it happening And he freaks out and Goes crazy he Tells the boys <laughs> that they did it That, Mel- that Millie's in love And they'll start hooting and hollering Then they gotta be quiet So they hoot and holler silently And Mickey throws around Kleenex I think <laughs> So cut to Millie and Larry's wedding at the pad Fast movers these two throw a wedding together. Larry and Millie toast each other and the boys, who are the matchmakers, obviously, and, uh, and they're all set up, ready to play a song. Mr. Babbitt calls for Mike, and Mike reassures him they have their rent because they just played the wedding, so don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. And Babbitt tells him not to worry about it, and Mike asks, Mike asks him for a favor, and Babbitt is much more down for it than I would have thought. Babbitt totally loves these guys all of a sudden, which is weird, because <laughs> essentially what they did was got rid of the people who were going to pay rent <laughs> on time. But Babbitt loves it, and uh, Mike asked if Babbitt could watch the kids, which is funny because kids are horrible, and uh, not all kids, these kids. And uh, the scene, the scene is funny because Mike is yelling the whole. Did you notice that in that scene when he's talking to Babbitt? Boom! No! They're like right beside each other, but Mike's yelling yeah. all of his lines the whole
1: time. Yes, that's Mike's
0: a close talker. <laughs> he's a close talker and a loud talker. A <laughs> Close
1: loud talker. Yeah, there is one little favor I'd like to ask of
0: you. I'd be delighted to. What is it?
1: Uh, well, I had to. I had to watch the kids, and uh, you know, I gotta play the music.
0: <laughs> so this leads into Monkey's romp Number One. Look out! Here comes tomorrow. Because only a performance earlier, yeah, was a romp yeah, and we had the musicless romp. So this is the actual romp Number One. Look out! Here the, comes tomorrow. So, yeah,
1: okay. Because sometimes the morning wasn't very rompy; it was more uh, dancey, whatever. Yeah, like delicate. <laughs> Not, not a romp.
0: First question, is this the right song to play at the wedding?
1: <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> look out, here comes the rest of your damn life.
0: <laughs> Davy Jones problems. So oh, I've got these two girls in love with me. I <laughs> I'm
1: going to marry these two bands tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Larry's listening to Heartburn. He's like, wait a minute. What do I do here? It's a romp. They play the song. The kids all have their guns still, bring the guns to the wedding. Of course. It's like a Alabama wedding. <laughs> and uh, boys are in their blue monkey shirts. One of the kids is doing the Frug. Is that what that is? Do you know which one I'm talking about? It's
1: not the fucking, like the monkey kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind
0: of like... I always call that one the Frug. I don't know the if it
1: frug. is.
0: The Either way, he's doing Let's call that. that. Whatever
1: he's, yeah. He's into uh,
0: it. Babbitt's all tied up, but he's still dancing. There's an insanely extreme close up of Davy's face. Yes, <laughs> gets
1: right up to
0: Davian's. <laughs> it's good to see the hot dog guy got invited to the wedding. Cause he's <laughs> it's dancing. nice thing. You see Larry and Millie in love, more perform. It's, again, more performance than Romp. Uh, Peter and Mickey do, like, a funny high-five thing. That... don' don Sorry, Peter and Mike do a funny <laughs> high-five thing. Yeah, it would be funnier yeah. if Mickey did it. <laughs> um... Do you think that live uh, Davey would have changed uh, Mary I Love You to Millie I Love You in the end there? <laughs> you should have uh, married. <laughs> I think he would have.
1: Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. That's
0: Just, you know, because he, he, he can play to the crowd, right? For sure. Read the room. Right. So I think, I think he would have. I love you. So then we come back. Millie's getting into the Larry's Moving Van. The boys are sending her off. She calls Mike Mickey again which is a nice little throwback. Tells him to wear a sweater in the <laughs> evening so he doesn't get cold. Right. Tells Peter not to overheat playing ping pong by himself. Maybe that's why she didn't make him a sweater because he always overheats. Right. Uh, she said they had good times. They'll see each other again cause she only lives two doors up the block and she'll come by tonight. And she calls up Larry who's carrying her things out to the truck. <laughs> and then Larry's like, oh.
1: eyes like cupcakes floating in sour cream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's already bummed out about everything.
1: It's over it's over right <laughs> it's over right ain't hey, a marriage on earth gonna save you now
0: <laughs> just let me move into
1: else <laughs> <laughs> delightful
0: and uh that's essentially the end of the episode overall thoughts of this episode
1: <laughs> it's uh it's pretty cool it's, it's a good one and uh Definitely feels different. I just found out maybe we can uh, adjust what we said earlier about the writers of the show because uh, Peter Meyerson and Robert Schlitt also scripted the Monkey's season premiere, Royal Flush. Oh, wow. Also, Monkey's in a Ghost Town and the original story for Captain Crocodile. Interesting. On his own, Meyerson did three more episodes next season.
0: And so your your theory was kind of right, where Rosemarie is like, "I only write what these guys write for me," because she was in Ghost Town and in yeah. this one. Oh, hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe. And and they're the originators of uh, "She's Got My Jacket." She's
1: got my jacket.
0: <laughs> they're fucking fault. For me, this, this this episode's weird. It's one of those weird ones that kind of stick out. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Uh-huh. Um. But I like I kind of like the moments, the the, the, the tender moments. I would not like them a lot. But having them in this yeah. one episode is just kind of neat to see that. That's true. Yes,
1: so it's just it gives the show a little little variation, a little depth, and yeah. you get uh, a little more yeah, a little more character feeling for the guys too.
0: Yeah. Here's a question. I have though. How long do you think she lived there?
1: Um. Apparently, by the time uh, Mickey's feeding Peter, it's been three days.
0: Sorry, when I asked that question, Siri on my phone picked it up and was like, I don't have an answer for that.
1: Siri, welcome
0: to Podcast Valley Sunday. How you doing? <laughs> That's so weird. I wish she said, she Millie lived with the monkeys for 14 days.
1: <laughs> so, so I don't know how long it takes for them to, because it's the same day that Larry comes over for dinner and they do the date. And then yeah, like, it's and, the same day. Yeah. So that within a few more days, they throw the wedding together and Millie's at the door.
0: It's funny if it take, actually took six months To put the wedding together <laughs> We just don't see it We have to write a, so, a
1: second song
0: Yeah So essentially Larry Moved her in for a week Married her, moved her out
1: <laughs> This is like His 16th wife He's <laughs> met in this fashion
0: And I wonder what happened to Clarice I don't care She's stashed under Davy's bed
1: She's just gone
0: <laughs> anyway So yeah That's Yeah It's a cool episode Some weird things mm. It's all weird The whole thing was weird mm. Guns Yes I, I was actually thinking In it I was like oh just How could there be guns In this episode No right? way So man. touching And this and that And then all of a sudden These children show up With bazookas And machine oh, guns Oh kids
1: with guns Of course This is <laughs> not the first time The kids have been packing
0: No They always gotta show up Highlight of the show the two songs I really liked.
1: The two songs are great.
0: They, yeah, I think those were the best. There was some good jokes in it too, but I found those were the "Sometime in the Morning" part I really liked. Mm, yes. So that was my highlight of the show, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think I agree there.
0: Yeah, was there a monkey's ruse in this episode? I don't
1: think they uh, need to do any rusing. It's, everything's pretty uh, <laughs> pretty uh, straightforward with their
0: objectives. You don't need to do rusin when you're just cruising.
1: It's one way to put it.
0: No, it's true, no no ruse. Uh, no fourth wall break either, I don't think. <clears throat> yeah, so this this even though these writers did do other episodes, uh, this still is a, a tricky episode. Okay, wait Because a, it, it doesn't follow the regular things.
1: just wondering sometime in the morning where uh, Mike notices the camera's on me and he winks at it is that this Oh one? yes, yes because okay, I think that counts. Yeah, that does count. I totally forgot about that. And then Mike impregnated dozens of teenagers in that moment, for sure.
0: <laughs> I'm one of them.
1: It's a powerful wink.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is funny. That is good. Um, mm-hmm. best musical moment. We've kind of already talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Classic Monkeys moment. There's a don't do that. Yeah.
1: And uh, Davies underrated Kill Bill yellow shirt. Which yeah. he also wore in uh, One Man Shy and uh, Too Many Girls. Yeah. And yep. which is the Davian Fern episode. And uh, he'll wear it again once next season as well.
0: I, I'm wondering, too, like nowadays, I bet you characters don't re-wear clothes ever. <laughs> Never television ever. Shows.
1: And some people online, they like they'll show an episode where... Like Mike's wearing the purple robe and then later Davies wearing the purple robe. <laughs> and like they That's neat. They reuse a lot of the them the wardrobe amongst themselves, whoever needs it for whatever kind of look they're going for. They all wear like similar shirts. That green shirt that Mike's been wearing. Yep. That shows yep. up on uh, Mickey later on, like stuff like that.
0: So it's kinda of like how it would be with those dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever, prefer, let's yeah. just go for it. <laughs> uh, things that wouldn't fly in twenty twenty. Children with guns, I think.
1: Yeah, that counts, I'd say.
0: That's always a bummer nowadays. Yeah. Um, So we're in the Did You Know section. We've already talked Millie's second appearance. Yes. She's in Monkeys in a Ghost Town.
1: Mm -hmm. Did you know that this particular episode takes place entirely at the Monkeys' pad?
0: See, I didn't realize that until the middle of when we were doing this. And I was kind of like, wait a second. They never <laughs> leave this place.
1: Yeah. And I, that happens maybe two or three times during the the run of the show. So uh, we will keep an eye out for that.
0: I'm definitely wondering if like that's why they brought in these writers. Because it's like, hmm, maybe. this is just like, just like production-wise. Because like, you could probably film that quicker. Because, like, guys, we're just going to rip this episode out. We're all probably, here the yeah. whole time. Yeah. The only crazy change I would have to do is when they put up the other wall to shoot in from the balcony. Right, right. So, huh. but yeah, no, it's a, it's oh, very and, cool. That's
1: all. when uh, uh, Mike and Peter are playing guitar on the date there. It's actually an early version of Don't Call on Me. I
0: well, I knew I recognized it. And I was yes. like, I know this is something, but I couldn't place it.
1: Yeah, but and yeah. that's something that'll be eventually into a Mike song on Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones. Yeah, interesting. And they're probably when did you say they, well, they? This is aired in March, but they shot it in January, and so like yeah. they're going to be recording for most of the summer. Really, they do headquarters, and they do back in Jay. That's they put up. They put out three re- They they put out three records that year because they put out more of The Monkeys in January. Later on, the week before. Sergeant Pepper comes out, they put it at headquarters, he gets number one, and then it's kicked out right away by the Beatles. and then yeah. they go to studio, and do and J and it's out later that year. Three records.
0: That's crazy. Unheard of nowadays. Unheard of. Well, actually, no, very <laughs> heard of nowadays.
1: <laughs> it's getting weird now, for sure.
0: But yeah, and I feel like that's, that's pretty much the whole episode right there, all the did you knows and all the everythings.
1: Oh, yeah, and it's, it's the last time we'll see Mr. Babbitt, by the way.
0: Oh, this is the last time.
1: However, his actor uh, will make an appearance. Henry Corden will show up again in uh, season two, playing somebody else in, a, in an episode. So watch for that, Yeah, all you all you Babbittaholics out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what what's that? What's that I hear? What's that tune I'm hearing?
1: It's my hat. It's Knitted. Oh, hey. Wow. It's, it's, it's the majangle for the uh, Wool Had a Mystery in the Random matic Countdown. Formerly, the Rando Select 'Em Up Countdown, but I couldn't make that fit in the song. So that's why it's now Wool Had a Mystery in the Random Countdown. Countdown. I, I that's was glad when you said it
0: say. out loud because I never knew what you said in that part in the song. And I was like, oh, i got to ask him. Oh, Random Countdown. Once you yeah. know what it is,
1: you'll know what it is.
0: Exactly. As soon as you said it, I got it. Because first, you're saying automatic countdowns. I was like, no, that's definitely not what he's saying. But I knew it wasn't rando, select them up, up, countdown.
1: <laughs> select them up, Johnny.
0: Okay, so I choose first this week. All right. Um, this one. Ooh, I have pulled out something from Good Times. Hey, hey. Birth of an Accidental Hipster.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Which I think is my favorite song on Good Times.
1: Okay, here's the thing And uh, I was going to wait until we pulled out a Good Times song to talk about it But we have to talk about Adam Schlesinger Oh, yes The producer of uh, the Modern Monkeys records Good Times and uh, Christmas Party Has uh, passed away due to complications from COVID-19 and He was the ne-
0: first person I heard of like yeah. of, of uh, quote-unquote celebrity status who died of, yes. of COVID-19.
1: And it's an extreme bummer. And it's, he's very young, and it's just a shock, and it sucks. He's, he's had quite the career. Like, he, he's with uh, The Founds of Wayne. He wrote yep. the song that is the goddamn point of That Thing You Do. And I think, what's that song called? The show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It had a lot of songs in it. He did, like, dozens of songs for that. And... Um, and of course, he produced Good Times and Christmas Party, which is such fun, good Monkeys records.
0: They, they're definitely the Monkeys records that brought the Monkeys back to what the Monkeys mm-hmm. felt like.
1: And he's had a lot to do with that. Not only just contributing songs, but just contributing the vibe and the arrangements and how the songs came out. And uh, it's really sad that he's uh, such a big part of the, the new Monkeys scene. And it just, he's gone now. And it sucks. Yeah, just part of the tragedy is that us monkeys fans <laughs> are dealing with seems like every couple of years.
0: Yeah, I, I uh, can definitely say that. Thoroughly, to it. thoroughly, thoroughly unexpected. Oh yes, and he was one of the people who I did want to try to at least get an ear on this podcast because I think absolutely he really dug what we were doing for sure. But I, you know, you can say that now, of course, but who knows if he would have? But I feel if you if if you're in the right spot, monkeys wise, I think it would have been. He would have been a great guy to talk to about absolutely. the monkeys, and what they like, made. To definitely up. a
1: fan, and just yeah, sad. yeah. Really sad.
0: and it was great. He was a fan who had a way to contribute, and he did contribute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. He really brought them back up and got them talking. He got some people talking about the monkeys again, you know, in a positive way.
1: And he was able to focus on what made the monkeys' music the monkeys' music, and kind of like replicate that. In the ways that nobody thought to do on uh, other monkeys reunion projects. So yeah, it's a shame that he's gone, and it's yeah. not not sure what they're gonna do next musically. Tell you the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I didn't even think. But yes, so Adam, we miss you, and you are missed. Indeed. But the testament is a
1: birth of an accidental hipster. <laughs> <Houston. laughs> Written by whom?
0: Isn't that uh, Noel Gallagher wrote this?
1: Uh, Yes. Yeah. Peter Weller from uh, The Jam.
0: When I heard Good Times, overall, from beginning to end, when you first started hearing it, you're like, oh my God, this is really great. Like, this is really great. But then when this song hit, for me, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> this is like finding a song on the box set or something that you yeah. hadn't heard before. For real. And I like those really kind of... Uh, I don't even know how you describe the sound of this song. It's not psychedelic, but it's got something to it in that (laughs) vein. kind of
1: neo-psychedelic. There's more. I think psychedelic's the right word. It made it onto the psychedelic record, didn't it?
0: Like a British. Yeah, it was on the psychedelic record. It's like like in the 90s. There's a beatle vibe to it. Yeah. yeah, That British wave in the 90s that was just bands being the Beatles again. Uh, (laughs) It sounds like one of those songs, and it's so great. For real I really like this song a lot
1: uh, Yeah me too The Mickey and Mike I don't know if it's blended this time But they got the Mickey They're the Mike verses And the Mickey kind of bridgie chorus parts Yeah Yeah And that's fun And I just like the The hook the, When Mike sings uh, I'm heading out in the sunshine babe And it's just It's yeah. a random ass Cool thing to say And you can and just kind of Picture Mike With the Like a, like a bearded right. Mike, With the shades on Singing something like this Right Yeah Oh yeah It's it's very cool And I like it a lot
0: Yeah me too I uh w- And when they played it live On the, the Mike and Mickey show Oh yes wicked Yeah I, I think we've talked about it so much I, I almost just want to give a, <laughs> An episode Just talking about that live record For real Because I, I could talk about it forever <laughs> <laughs> Which surpri- I knew I was going to like it But when I got it I was surprised at how Freaking great it was And how much I liked it Like how many times I go back to it Like what I to listen mm-hmm. to Ooh I'll listen to this again.
1: Yeah. And it, it seems to
0: have given the door into summer a, a yeah. new life. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. I but think maybe. uh it's kind of a fan favorite song and to see it represented in such a way and for a way for everybody to kinda get behind it again. It's yeah. been really cool.
0: It's amazing. So, where do you feel this song should go? Whoa. I think this might be one of our highest uh good time songs.
1: It's true, it's true. Which reminds me, I forget, me and Magdalene has got to be up higher. Or we got, we got to move that one later. But, um, There's going to be
0: some shifting around, for sure.
1: For sure. Uh, so, okay, but this one, uh, hipster. Uh, okay, how, how are we going here? 12 is I'm a believer.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd say let's put it right below I'm a believer.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll do that. So am yeah. down for that. Uh, mates, so it's or? between I'm a Believer and Step in Stone.
1: Uh, oh. Give me them tunes. Let's see what we got today. Hey, it's a little bit me. It's a little bit you.
0: Two. say, you know that it's true. It's a little bit me. It's a little bit you. It it, def- it has like a, a look out here comes tomorrow kind of vibe to it. Yes, like, like the, it, the beginning of East, right?
1: Yeah, this is a, a Neil Diamond number. Who wrote a number of monkeys tunes, mostly Davy tunes. No, no, no. Uh, I'm a believer. Was a Mickey tune, but hey, a little bit yeah. of me, a little bit of you. Definitely a, a Neil Diamond type song. And he kind of went on his own. To be sort of a kind of a big deal himself. Um, yeah, he, he did okay. Did all right. Uh, B side is a girl I knew somewhere.
0: It's a good record.
1: This is a solid, solid piece of vinyl. The opposite of a D.W. Washburn backed with Nice to Be With You, I would say. But <laughs> historically, this song is uh, pivotal in the tale of Don Kirshner versus the Monkees. When uh, Kirshner was out in New York producing songs and uh, it was like kind of behind the boy's back. And we show up with these recordings, and I don't know how they sneak Davy out to uh, do the, do the vocals and stuff. Oh, hey lads, I'm back. Oh, hey Davy, what we have to? Oh, not much.
0: Just being straight arrow. It's all right, man. <laughs> no worries, birds, just birds, old birds, old time. Uh, don't worry uh, about me, lads.
1: Yeah, because uh, they wanted the single. The boys wanted the single to be uh, "All of Your Toys," with "Girl I Do" somewhere on side too. And Kirshner kind of put out this instead. This is also from the same session where they did the first uh, She Hangs Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's a heck so like, session. So his single was going to be a Little Bit You, Little Bit Me, Little Bit You with She Hangs Out. That was the Kirshner single. And, and he was not supposed to do this without the boy's approval. Or approval of kind of everybody's approval. This is just Kirshner yeah. went, went and did this.
0: Yeah, he went rogue.
1: But hey, tuned. Objectively. Pretty good.
0: It is a good song. It's a good one of the earlier songs for sure. It's got yeah. that cool like acoustic guitar thing going on. It's just yeah, a fun little bouncy Davy song.
1: And the na na na's.
0: Yeah. It's and it fun. was on the greatest hits, mm-hmm. so it's ingrained in me because I listened to that record so <laughs> many times. Yes. <laughs> so where do you think it should go in the countdown here? That's a good question. Daydream Believer is twenty six, and then Gonna Buy Me a Dog is twenty seven. Which I think is silly uh,
1: I like this Better than Daydream Believer Alright uh, right. I, I kind of like it Maybe a little better than Clarksville It's pretty good Whatever yeah it's put it just above Clarksville
0: Alright so Zornzam Zam At 24 and now Little Bit Me Little Bit You at 25 It's
1: among the Davey highlights On the, the Pull It Live was the Little Bit Me Little Bit You and, yeah, it uh, is. That episode of ours is now our. Uh, by the time this airs, it's going to be our second most popular episode That's of the crazy. show on YouTube. And it's That's very, so crazy. Very strange.
0: So thank you all for tuning in to our pool episode. <laughs> for real. I hope you stick around for the regular episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay.
1: Like our most, as of now, I think Monkey vs Machine is still our most popular episode. We posted that seven months ago. <laughs> this Poolet thing we put out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and it's already. Yeah.
0: All right, here we go. Let's see, I'm gonna pick one here. Got my <sighs> hand. Oops. Got my hand. Got my got hand in the thing. <laughs> Ooh, so close to something awesome, but <laughs> I got Oklahoma backroom dancer. Oh wow. Oklahoma ballroom dancer.
1: Backroom,
0: backroom. Oklahoma backroom dancer. <laughs> bathroom, bathroom. <laughs> Oklahoma bathroom danger. Danger. <laughs> so the song it, it it it's very much at a late Nesmith Monkey song. It's showing yes. where he's going to go with the First National Band. Absolutely. And uh, it's for what it is, it's a good tune. Like, got that plunky plunky piano, good musicianship. <laughs> it's cool. It's not my cup of tea in a big, like, in a major major way. Yeah. But it's definitely one of those country rock kind of things that uh, Nesmith was really pushed hard, and uh, for whatever reason, could never. Do, do you think his monkeyness, is, it held him back with what was going on?
1: Mm, no, with the first national
0: band, like people were kind of like, ah, no, he's in the Monkees. We can't really get into.
1: If people were into Mike, they'd be into it. Like the Davy fans weren't clamoring for <laughs> entire albums of Mike stuff. Mm-hmm. But if people dig Mike and dig Papa Jeans Blues and that kind of sound, people were definitely into it. And uh,
0: but like, like outsiders, like new fans, if they heard First National Band, they're oh, this is Mike Nesmith from the Monkees. Do you think they'd be like oh? okay, so it's somebody else doing everything. Do you know what I mean? Did that cloud?
1: Oh, uh, maybe, because, yeah, just because the availability of information was different back then, and people still might think Mike's a big phony. Mm -hmm. But maybe also not really. Like, remember when, uh, in the book, when he talks about going to England for the promo for the first national band, and Ringo shows up, and... uh, Helps them out, promotes for them and stuff Like music people And we talked about this last time We talked about good times, music people dig the monkeys
0: Yeah yep.
1: The fans, it just depends on Their opinions and whatever But As far as musical legitimacy Musicians understand
0: Yeah, especially nowadays I think they've really come around to what's going on Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah yeah. Uh,
0: So Oklahoma backroom dancer I would put uh. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's lower on the list for me, it's, for sure.
1: It's an upper jelly.
0: Yeah. So jellies start essentially at, well, see, P.O. Box 9847 is number 46. Reply. Then it goes, I'll spend my life with you. And I Whatever's right. To whatever is right. Gotta give it time. But at number forty-two is like Magnolia Sims. (laughs) Bye bye baby, bye bye. Bye, 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 bye. The kind of girl I could love.
1: love. Let's put it. I was gonna put it between Magnolia Sims and Bye bye baby, bye bye. bye.
0: I think it's. Me too. That's what I was thinking. There we go. So number forty-three with a rocket. (laughs) Oklahoma Room Clanker.
1: Chokoloma bathroom danger.
0: Bad aroma, bathroom danger. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm laughing at right now. Perfect. Anyway, yeah, that that was a three.
1: Let's put away the old little hat of mystery. Uh,
0: we've been we've been ending. We've been having good ones, but ending with kind of a clunk the past couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> kind of a jelly here and there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? But what can you do? all songs will be picked so there's going to be jams there's going to be jellies there's going to be crying there's going to be yellies you said it (laughs) Baco. I did thank you and thank you to everyone listening as well we hope you dug this episode this really weird episode of the monkeys definitely which which turned into a weird episode of Podcast Valley Sunday like it do yep yep alright well from me Baco. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Me
0: Jeff. Have yourself a monkey's little evening. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Bye-bye.
0: Hey monkeys fans. With everything going on with social distancing, Podcast Valley Sunday will be on every two weeks. We hope you're staying safe, we hope you're staying at home, and we hope that you're listening to the monkeys and obviously Podcast Valley Sunday. You can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. And please, rate us and leave a message. We'd love to hear from you. But, as always, be gentle with us. We're very sensitive.